Welcome to the Event Room, where event professionals from different backgrounds talk about the latest, most controversial, and interesting topics dominating the minds of the industry right now. This is a candid conversation, the likes of which can only otherwise be found late at night in host hotel lobby bars during industry conferences. So relax and drop in on what event pros really say when no one else is around. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that tells you how it really is. Now, let's brew something up. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Event Brew. This is Will Kern from Endless Events. So excited to be here today with my three lovely co-hosts, Dustin from One West Events, Tui from Hot Rock Creative, and Nick Borelli from All Seated. Hey guys, how you guys doing? I'm done with my announcer voice. Yeah, that was that was you're pushing that pretty hard. That's you got to be careful. You got to preserve the, the voice. It's only Monday. Sorry, it's only Thursday. It's already Thursday. You can use all the voice you want. Uh, uh, when you find out what I'm eating, then that's what will tell you why I have that like super high energy. I hope it's we're an edible. What we're eating now? I thought we were talking about what we were drinking. <laughs> no, just drinking. Well, we will. Some, so occasionally you talk about what you eat. You know? Okay, great. But also drinking. Yeah, what, speaking of what you guys are drinking, what do you guys got in your cups today? What you guys got in your brews? And not like brews as in like... I just gave yeah. Nick, Nick a pound on the shoulder and gave him a bruise. Hey. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, strawberry like citrus flavored water. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. cool. I like the the new Nick. The new Nick. No, announced. there's always a twist. What is it, Nick? There's no caffeine in it. Are you sure you don't but, have like caffeine drops that you can just add into things? No, no. Um, well, I mean, I'm eating a Jap- cake as well. It's all in Japanese but. and has a big warning label on the bottom. No, the, <laughs> I, I have some Japanese snacks right next to it. I can have yeah, some chocolate the, banana. It's the Olympics, of course. We should be Ooh, yeah, yeah. Our Japanese snacks. Absolutely. 100%. I've watched yeah, a lot of that this weekend. It was uh, refreshing to see live events. You know, for the first time, I watched skateboarding at the Olympics. And the thing that I noticed... I think it was the first year they've ever had it. Oh, it? was it? Yeah. I, th- I, thought it was, sure. I thought it was the second year, but I could be wrong. Maybe they announced last year the last Oh, yeah. Maybe it was the last time. Though. And the thing I noticed that is stronger in that sport than what I recognize in others is the camaraderie between the teammates like mm. between the not the teammates but the different teams like there's like there's a real like brother sisterhood there that Ooh. is like it's actually quite it's actually quite yeah totally it's like it's really interesting to watch like how much they are, are cheering each other on regardless of what country they're from it was it was really interesting to see it definitely had a different kind of energy that uh yeah it was neat when next I time you it's watch like as a it. sport it has this like counterculture kind yeah. of thing that's probably gone like that's yeah. deeper than just even the sport it's like totally. a lifestyle you yeah. know your shoes your your yeah. music all the things like that and they skate with airpods in which is really fa- which is really interesting to see because what other olympic discipline gets to like put in their airpods oh, and just true. like go for a ride it's very that's cool that's true swimmers it, it sucks for them they can't put wear any electronics inside the pool <laughs> no no, I no. saw Dustin, one you... uh, swimmer had like this really big uh, mustache, and I was like, "That is like <laughs> that's the, not the coolest aerodynamic thing. or I know exactly." And I was like, "Man, this guy's like so third, third fin." Yeah, I guess it's like so powerful to his like energy or whatever that he's like, if I some kind of Samsonian thing where if he yeah. like shaved it, it's lose not the stash, equal lose to the energy. Yeah, yeah, I was like really impressed by that. I'm like, that's a swag move. You know, everyone else is like shaving their eyebrows, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't care." Good for him. Did he get gold? 
Uh, probably not. So therefore, yeah. Uh, yeah. shave his your coach eyebrows. Is, his coach is like, damn it, I told you to shave that thing off. <laughs> Great, Tui. What's in your cup today? Folgers I went back OG cup? style for me. Uh, organic green tea with organic mm. honey. Oh, it's so lovely. Mm. That's great. Right. I'm drinking water. We can move on. Oh, no, that's not true. I have <laughs> half a can of Diet Pepsi here. Nice. Ooh. Are you a Pepsi or Coke guy? I'm a Pepsi guy for sure. Mm. But huh. I cut I yes. pop out I'm of my I'm also a Pepsi guy. A long time ago, like years ago. And I so, uh, so now I just have like, I have the odd one here and there, but my business partner drinks Diet Pepsi. So I steal them out of our fridge at work. Nice. Heck yeah. I'd Time of like, opportunity. Mm-hmm. I don't really like Coke or Pepsi, like specifically those, but um, I do like Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is really good. And that is Mountain a Pepsi Dew. product? Quite Such yeah. a bro I'll, thing to so, say. The only time I have soda is Thursdays when we go to the movie premieres. and I Gotta have like soda a, at the movies. Half Dr. Pepper, half root beer. Okay, yeah, I weird. couldn't imagine drinking water at a movie. Like that sounds. No. You have to have what a you, pop. You can't you get that popcorn without a cold pop. And candy and popcorn, and yeah, sometimes pretzels and mac and cheese bites. I'm drinking water. That thing is the first episode I've ever drinking water in. Well, I'm proud wow. of you. So proud of myself. Yeah, I, I, the chai went to the bottom, so it didn't make it all the way to the episode. So well, we're drinking a water. little water after last week is going to be good for our bodies. This is true. This is yes. true. Well, great transition. By the way, I'm eating a donut. By the way, it's a, specifically an apple fritter for anyone great. who's curious about the food theme. I'm eating. All right, my, let's my go on to the topic. Snack pack from my flight. <laughs> <laughs> it, all right. So what? So what? What are we talking about today? And what, what? What happened last week? Like, I I missed you guys. I like showed up to record, and then like no You're one so showed. I saw. Up I saw I like, like. Oh yeah. I saw Slack shit. like blowing up, and I was like, uh, Will, we're we're at uh, a co-located <laughs> well, event. What's funny is that by Informa. <laughs> Ever, what's funny is I literally logged on to, and it was all, you guys were all of our SPDs, yes. So I was like, "Oh, where is everybody?" And then like, so I, it didn't cross my mind until eventually, like after like yeah, two or three slack minutes, I was like, usually one person at least responds. I'm like, "Oh, they're all yes." At no, we were all playing TSE, the special event, yeah. Slash cater slash, source slash probably slash something else. Something event else. solutions. I don't know. Slash event Miami Beach. Is, slash remember when TSC was trying to or cater source was trying to. Say yeah. that they were event solutions as well, and they bought that. that show and completely didn't know what to do with that brand. Yeah. Hmm. So, hmm. so how how are you guys recovering? Are you guys doing well? I'm 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 sad we didn't all get to get together, but we will. I'm sure it will happen soon. Yeah. 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 I well, mean, I had a big, going I had to a big, bash? I had a big pain in the ass travel. That was like coming from oh, Canada. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I talk think, to us about coming in. If I'm wrong, anybody can tell me. Um, I. I talked to Kevin Hackey and he said, I think you and Lisa Marks are the only two Canadians at this conference. I think you're um, right. There was, yeah, which was really weird because we're used to having a really good Canadian contingency and always, you know, the Canadians are always there to like hang out or close down the lobby bar and we were the only two. So that was, that right. was a bit odd. The travel. Beside the, the obvious, do you think there's a reason why there was less Canadians? Yeah. Cause the borders, the borders closed. The border still clo- <laughs> because the border's still closed to non-essential travel. So this is this is considered a business. Like it's it's a business trip. So it's not nobody hassles you. But I think that that there's still so many unknowns about what you can and can't do that you kind of you kind of I don't think it's taking a risk. You need to be a bit ballsy to be traveling out of Canada right now, and they can impose a lot of restrictions on you when you come home. So, but now that yeah, because you're um, like in a hotel right now, right? And you no, 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 no. I I'm flattered. That this rule's is my, gone. This is my apartment. Um, <laughs> uh, 
no, that that because I'm fully vaccinated, you don't need to do that anymore. Oh. So you actually just come home. But you have to get. I had to get a test in Miami before I could get on my plane, and mm. um, which was a, a trip and a half and very expensive. And then you basically have to really? show proof proof of a negative test, proof of your double vaccination. You have to have had your last vaccination two weeks before your arrival date back in Canada. And then you get a test right at the airport. You don't even you don't even leave the nobody leaves the airport until they get a test. And then if you are fully vaccinated, you're allowed to carry on with life. If you're not, then you go to a hotel quarantine until your results come back. Even if well, your so results Simon come back test, negative, it's like a slow slow test. Yeah, they they. I mean, they're not they're not trying to make travel easy. Um, mm-hmm. They have the ability to make it faster, but I think it's it's timed out to make it just inconvenient enough that there's not too much. Um, non-essential travel and so if you're not vaccinated then you wait in a government hotel and when you even if you get a negative um, then you have to go home and quarantine through to the rest to the end of your 14 day with a test on the eighth day like it's it's yeah it's serious so anyways i'm home i'm free i got to go to the office today very grateful they do ask you to like keep your contacts minimal and don't be flocking around unvaccinated people which i generally choose not to do anyways so it's great hmm. nice and i'm we guessing love having you as our token canadian well literally he was canadian. the token he was the I only was one the token. i felt actually kind of used <laughs> and that's how he introduced himself he was like hi i'm dustin this is lisa we're the only canadians here <laughs> well it's uh, it's a good conversation starter and then i'm sure is. everyone asked us the exact same question yeah. i just gave you that's probably like a rehearsed yeah, response was like, it hard to get in i was like yeah we snuck through the border on the land crossing in the dead of night yeah <laughs> the through a tunnel we rolled through the rocky mountains and snuck our way in i saw you jump over uh that barbed wire fence with your motorcycle and i was like man that is a very james yeah, did you, of you did you think the fireworks as i was jumping it was too much you know it was tasteful Okay. I, really, I mean, it's TSE. Oh, yeah, if you don't I have like fireworks, it's not. That's okay. what I like here. I had yeah, a Canadian exactly. flag on one handlebar and the American flag on the other, and an eagle on my jacket. So I felt like I yeah. was just—I was trying to do you guys proud. <laughs> you have to be yeah louder. Something has to be on fire. Could you bomb someone while you're doing that? That'd be super. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh that's, Jesus! That's, sorry. Right, okay. I, I mean, I, I can think about it. But there's bombs in our bombs in our song about us. Come on, we're, we're into bombs. That's a fact. It, it's not, it's wait, not controversial. Like, there's a, you mean like in the event brew? Like yeah, there's intro? rockets. No, the rockets. They they yeah, there's rockets. In oh yeah. Oh, oh you're yeah. talking about the American bombs. Anthem, not the event brew. I'm over no, here like event, wait. Mm-hmm. The event brew anthem talks about event brew. <laughs> Gotta shoot people down. Oh, what? Speaking when did this? Of, all right. Well, speaking so, of bombing, back on topic. How about we get to, back to, on topic. To Nick, how was travel for you guys? Simple. I mean, not not hard at all. It was just. Not uh, nothing really different. I, I had to wear a mask on a plane in an airport. That's about the most inconvenience that I experienced. Uh, it's about as much as an American can experience, um, I think, to be able to do anything. Um, yeah, no, easy, right? I don't know. I, I live in a, a state yeah, that's I made the rookie. done with this stuff. Rookie move. Tui, Tui had a profound thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she made the rookie move of not paying the Wi-Fi bill. Yeah, pay it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just took a red eye, and I don't know why I took a red eye. Yeah. Oh, oh that so is my, that's not a rookie move. That's a that's choice. Not rookie. That's no, a pro- that's, 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 a, that's a rookie move. You don't ever have to travel you know red eyes. You do have to travel red eyes if you live in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. No way. You like you just. 
you just lose a business area. You work on the plane. Oh, that's it must the be nice. Re- that is oh, well, a privilege check. We all don't get to lose yeah, yeah. a business day, Will. Also, some of us. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm yeah, sure I you're, forgot that still the events industry is still. I'm sure your cats <laughs> miss you, you know, for the extra day that you're gone. But if anything, they'll miss me more when I'm not here during the night because then they're like, they don't get the cuddles time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. I do. Cat cuddles time. Um, okay, well, let's talk about the, the the content, the experience. You know, like, was it a hundred percent worth it? I'll start with like the people who didn't have to travel as hard, and then Dustin can just give his review of it. Yeah, I'd say but the worth me, it like, barrier. I, I, had, for... I had no, I like, I've, I haven't read anything about this. I don't know what happened. Anything? What was like the most interesting thing? Was there? What was cool? Tell me all the things. What, what, let's start with what made you excited. What was there? Anything like positive that you were like, yes, this was really cool. I'm really glad. I did this one thing. People, I mean, for me, like the 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 like ROI on this event going into it and coming out of it was what I thought it would be, and it met that uh, satisfaction. Although I don't know necessarily if that's like the same thing for everyone, or um, if if it's someone's first time, if they would have had that same experience. But for my personal experience, there's people I really really like, respect. Um, would do anything for think people are smart people who are kind and i haven't seen them in a year and a half and this place mm-hmm. provided an opportunity to see them it didn't really have to be a conference mm-hmm. and i would have you know accomplished those things uh so for me it's like a really low bar um and it housed a lot of the best people um that i've dealt with professionally all in the same place and uh you know i, I got to hang out with them and talk to them frankly there was less people which we'll probably get into than there's ever been at the show and it was very obvious at every you know turn um uh, from my you know what i get out of the show uh, what i was expecting out of the show that aided it weirdly um i'm sure that crushed people who were looking to go to this show because they were looking for roi on sales leads and things like that i i feel bad for all those people and i totally get it but for me it was like did i i had more quality conversations with people I haven't seen in quite some time that I that I really value the time that I get to spend with them. So easy now, for me. Thinking, thinking about that, Nick. Nick, was it two years ago where we were at TSE and was at like one of the opening parties and I tried to meet up with you and I literally saw you get dragged across the dance floor and you went, help me. That sounds was, right. And that, that was in New Orleans, right? Right. That's where we were yeah, in New Orleans. Yeah. I, I, d- I yeah. definitely can now do help me uh, at shows like that with just my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> conversations that I'm in that I'm looking for literally help. Um, but this is – it's just – I mean for many of us on, on this – uh, conversation. Well, it just helps, I think, in the context. We know of, like, everyone there, know, you, right? You normally are showing up, and you're usually getting like dragged around. So, like the fact that you could have better quality conversations with less people probably. It's probably some people that, I like, would have been annoyed to talk to in years past that I, you know, without without seeing them ten times a year and not having seen them in a year and a half, I probably enjoyed the time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was just like I had a lot of really good longer conversations with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all had some shared experience, obviously, yeah. since the last time we saw. There was a lot of empathy, and there was there was like no BS. We talked about like first episode, the whole busy thing, and how the idea of it was like it's really just people not talking to each other and just trying to like exude some falsehood. Uh, mm-hmm. And what what did we have this year? Not that we had people being real and say, "Yeah, my last year sucked." And yeah. you know, not that I wish that on anyone, obviously, but. Um, the honesty and the transparency and the authenticity, I think, was way higher than you know I've experienced at this show or, or many other shows um, ever. Nice, Tui. What was how was your experience? What was one thing that you really enjoyed? 
Oh, I was going to go into things I didn't enjoy, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, one right, we'll thing I did enjoy. Counterpoint. So it's the zero things. Counterpoint. Yeah, Dustin, how are no. you? Did you enjoy? <laughs> there was some, right? What'd you enjoy, Tui? Come on. What'd you enjoy? I enjoyed I mean, what Nick was saying. I really... TSC... That was my first TSC cater source in person. And I know my what? internet oh, wow. is sucky. Oh. So... <laughs> um, but it's just... It's a great networking opportunity. That was my that was my positive. And I felt like yes, there were more authentic conversations coming back and seeing each other. Um that would be probably be my my favorite my favorite thing. Nice. Yeah, All I right, agree. Dustin. <clears throat> I agree. I Say think something that new. I think that 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 it was really interesting how varied the conversations were because it actually wasn't, you know, it wasn't all like like positive like we're coming through this there was a lot of nervousness about what the next four months is going to look like and that really surprised me because coming you know looking looking down on you from the north it's like it just feels like it's full steam ahead like it's over like it is it just is what it is and and what I got was a lot of people saying like I I took a breath and I felt like we're coming through this and now I'm very nervous that my state's going to close. They're going to put mask mandates in. We're going to shut down again. So, um, mm. so I think, I think to Nick's point, it was people were really honest and there was still a lot of apprehension there. There wasn't, it wasn't this big celebration that, that it's over. And, um, and yeah, so, so I, I like Nick, I, I enjoyed a little bit of a lighter crowd. Um, I did not attend any of the education because it's all online after I can pick and choose what I want to do. So why waste so your you time? Can to why, why waste your time forever. in beautiful I'm telling Miami? you, live events, I'm not going to your sessions anymore. I don't want to. I'm in Miami. I'll present at them like... if you want me to. That's fine. I wouldn't go to see me. But uh, I just, <laughs> I, I am so, I, I want content online and I want face-to-face interactions when yeah. I'm there. It's, yeah. but, and, and, and that, I'm sure that it'll go backwards eventually. That is what they're providing, though, right? They're giving yeah. you the choice. You can do the TSC totally. online or you can take it in person. And I chose to buy all of the events. I didn't go to the mall um, for for various reasons. But, um, but yeah, I thought uh, I thought search, the Search Foundation showed up really well. I thought that they had a great um, – they did a great job of getting themselves out there. And I think for Search, it's a great opportunity with Cater Source being there because I think it's a bunch of new event profs that they get to work with. So I was really proud of them. Um, I can – I'm the one that has to say that because Tui and Nick are on the board. So. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but it was really very true. Well. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I, pre- I, mean appreciate I didn't plan that, the Dustin. event or – yeah, I didn't plan the event or like can take any credit whatsoever, so I can be just as much as you can, frankly. Uh it was a really great event, but I mean I can't speak to the fact that like we we did really well. Like from the amount of people that were there and the amount of money that we made, um and boy was there a moment at that event right when it started that I will never forget that I can't believe happened at a search event, which was, was... Go on. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, ahead, we go ahead. We had we had a staff member at the venue that we had mm-hmm. that we didn't know that in the midst of uh, setting up the event, the staff member said, um, are you the search foundation uh, to one of the board members? And they're like, well, we're the I mean, we're search foundation. I don't know, you know, what, what okay. that means. And then they were like, oh, well, you know, I uh, I work in events and, uh, 
you know, on the staff here of this venue and I got in a car accident and uh, really, you know, was in a bad place wow. and reached out to the search foundation and, and you guys flipped a, a grant to me, you know, really quickly. And uh, we were like, it was pretty cool because like Dave Lombardo was like, will you say that, to, you know, in front of everybody that was there? And the guy said, sure. And he did this right in front of everyone. And it was just like, we, we just like seeing realization of the real mm-hmm. thing happening we're, in front of you. We give money anonymously, right? So yeah. it's not it's we don't hear these stories like a lot of other um, charities do bec- by design. Like we don't want people to feel like they're um, there's no strings. Uh, yeah, there's no strings. Yeah, yeah, and like there's you know same thing with the busy thing, right? We don't want people to think that we need money, we need help, or whatever, um, because it's a you know a sign of weakness to some people. And I, I just like seeing that stuff brought down, and like that's mm-hmm. not weakness, and mm-hmm. we're all in this together, and you can be honest. And and it was just a really, uh, I think, uh, poignant example that um, that the industry really, you know, I think pockets of it certainly have each other's backs, and I think that. This crowd at this show, what I like about it is the fact it's a pretty tight knit group, you know, for, mm-hmm. for, for better, or for worse. Um, and seeing the better part of it is really nice, especially in that way. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I think That's that awesome. um, just for the for the audience, <clears throat> I was talking about the searches, about searches presence around the conference overall. I think they did a really great job. They were very present and you knew they were there. And then what we were just talking about was the searches signature event. So they're they they host event within the conference. Mm-hmm. So it's on one of the nights. It's kind of like a late night, late night party fundraiser. And um, I said repeatedly throughout the week that the search event needs to become the opening night event and they need to get rid of the opening night event. Yeah, why is that? <laughs> and, and, turn, and turn it into something, happen? turn it into did you something go to that? purpose. I did. You, Wait, you I went and to I, that. You and I had a long it, chat. It's always their chance to like show off the crazy new it's, stuff. and It was stuff layered on top of stuff, layered on stuff. And this is not... 13 like, different rooms that all have different yeah. themes. And, oh, yeah. that event. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the... like. The, I thought you meant the first day, like the... No, not the... Oh, the Connect Live yeah mm-hmm. not yeah. my thing. anyways i don't anyways what, what, yeah i i think definitely that, the search, I, I think i think that there's a i think there's a time and a place for i i think what i think what really bothers me about the events is that 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 i understand the need to showcase a lot of cool stuff and and what i what i've been getting from it is like they're showing so much stuff that you can't you can't absorb it all it's like no, it's all and i and i understand the way it works and i understand that every single person that came to the table is putting their blood sweat and tears and money into making it happen so none of this is a criticism yeah a lot of it's in kind donations but i but it, but the question to me is to the special event to say are you are these people really getting their you know, getting the recognition that they should get. You're asking way too much of attendees. I was with event. a sponsor who's like uh, hanging out with them. And he's like, yeah, you'd never know that I have uh, a piece he, like in every room. I would, never, would know. never know. Yeah, I would never know. That, so I, I think this is a really interesting topic. I don't think I don't know if we ever covered it on the show before. So I don't want to dive deeper into this for sure. Well, I wanted to let's say one comment about Search Foundation. Is, I, this is the first event Search Foundation in-person event since the pandemic broke out. Yes. So I think we... it was also a lot of people. Probably well, we had some presence at MPI. Yeah, oh, that's true. Uh, that we produced. But, yeah. Yeah. That like oh, yes. your guys is that, that signature like, event. That event's always been a, that signature event's always been huge at TSE. It's like always like the one mm-hmm. one thing everyone looks forward to. So I thought it's just that might also be really interesting. Is that a lot of people probably for the first time in the last year have even just heard about Search Foundation. So probably yeah. that helps. There were new. There more. were a fair amount of new people there. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back back to the um, back to the topic of 
so many little things. Have we talked about this before on the show? I don't, before? I don't, I don't think so. I, if not, we definitely talked about it offline. So let's yeah. bring it on the show. Is like I'm 100% with you. Like I don't remember going to a TSC party and being like, oh, man. I remember seeing like knowing about the sponsor. So, like, you see the lists of all the people that yeah. donate on these things, and it's just like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no way there's no way to connect, and and I don't, but I don't think the purpose is that you need to connect and know about every single piece of it, but it almost it's almost so much that it's not enjoyable anymore, and you're paying a ticket. This is not you're not showing up to a sponsor paid for showcase. You're not being hosted at this thing. You're spending 175 dollars US, which is over 200 dollars Canadian, to go and watch this like this insane commercial. It's like it's like the 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 ad on Google that won't turn off before you see the thing that you want to see and. <laughs> And it's and it and I feel bad to say it because I don't want to take away from all those people that work hard for it. I know that they're asked to do a lot for very little, so that's not what this is about. And yeah, I, I don't think, think it's about the people who donate; it's about like the the planning. Yeah, and strategic, I just think and I just think if there's such an appetite to see this kind of entertainment, then build it into the program. Have an entertainment showcase where it's this like rapid fire Michael Cerbelli style, like you know, just. Find a way to do that in a way where people can sit with a pad of paper, a note, know exactly what's coming up next. They can sample the entertainment and they can actually actually enjoy it instead of trying to just dump everything onto these events would be my recommendation. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, a hot list that you could actually experience as opposed to watch, you know, uh, being talked about, but actually like go to it yeah. um, might be interesting. Like imagine if it was a two prong thing. Where you would, you know, you would have that either before or after it, kind of like setting up who these acts are going to be, and you watch that kind of thing, and then you actually experience an event with them all. Um, yeah, that would that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Like I, I would love to see them in action, kind of in the midst of an event, because sometimes you see things. Like I saw the weirdest. I think I, this is always my go-to example in my brain for a hot list thing, where I'm like, is that for events? Is like there was one where there was a guy who was like carving into a pencil or a crayon. Oh yeah, like the, people's the faces. Tip of a, the tip of a pencil. Yeah, and I was like, mm-hmm. that is super cool for Instagram, right? Definitely. And then I'm like, what does that look like in the midst of a live event? Like, do, mm-hmm. if it's so small you can't see it. Like, what? How would you feature that as part of an experience? Um, but maybe I'm. I mean, I, I feel like I'm probably wrong. I would want to see it. Right. I'd want to see it pulled off. Right. Because like that would be that would catch my interest. I'm like, okay, I believe this is a cool thing and that this is a lot of talent. Show me how it's experiential. And that's the bit where I sometimes miss on the hot list Mm -hmm. of, you know, because you see videos and stuff like that. But if an immersive hot list would be a pretty cool evolution, you know, Mm -hmm. if I'm. Well, I think one like pitching ideas a lot. A lot of these parties, too, is that like they become this like insane potpourri of just like throw up mess that kind of being put together like well, i'm just remembering like all the greatest social events like i've ever been to they had a couple like really core yeah, elements simple. that really blew me away like yeah. one single act that was the only act yeah a theme of food that literally went throughout not just literally like oh hey we tried to create the craziest different things and then oh and by the way yeah there's three different rooms they went to like i never remember all the rooms yeah. i remember like the one big room that everyone was in together in, yeah. and then maybe the outside area that's yeah. it yeah, anyways, there was some cool stuff that went on there. So if you were involved in that, it was like there was some amazing stuff that went on on that main, main stage and it got lost and that's unfortunate. But who are those? There was, like, there those was some amazing acts that were on that stage. Three Stooges-esque no kind of like. Idea. Do you know? Did you see those guys? Yeah. yeah. They yeah, were awesome. The, I, I don't know the, what the, they were the called. 
yeah this yeah, is the yeah. Shame, this is the shame in that is that the three of us were there we're like that was really cool you i have no cool, I have but now i have no recollection of what yeah. it was it because just there was lost. no connection i'd have to google to orange shirt uh, and it's like i wouldn't even know actually how to find them because i bet you if i went to look for it there'd be this big long list of entertainment none of it would have told me what they did when they went on like i probably couldn't mm-hmm. pinpoint who they were and that that's really disappointing yeah. I'm sure they're going to email us right now and be like, and here's yeah, our totally, name, by the way. Totally. And we're <laughs> looking happy for to sponsors. Share. So uh, if you want yeah. to uh, sponsor the podcast, you just let us know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll only feature one in an episode because yes. uh, that would be a 100% increase. Uh, but <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there, was, there were acts where I definitely were like, these are really cool. And then all of a sudden it was like ADD entertainment where I'm like, what's that? Oh, there's another thing. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know. Uh, and you have to so pace how do we get into the things that we didn't like. We were talking about the things we did like because but, we were, t- we we're actually okay. talking about the things we did like. Don't, don't okay, paint yes, your true. negative brush. Entertainment on us was great for opening. We were talking night. about it was really really yeah. good. And I I okay. we are in defense of those entertainers. All right, all right. I just and, want to know okay, more I, about them. Yeah. I have a question before we go on to things that can maybe be improved, and this is probably like more like topical related to this moment. And I think Nick's MPI review. If you haven't listened to Nick's MPI review, go listen to it. It's a couple episodes ago. Um, but, Nick, you mentioned during the MPI thing that you're like, I really wouldn't classify this as a hybrid event, right? And everyone's saying how hybrid's the future and how everything is to be hybrid and hybrid, 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 hybrid. Did you guys think that TSC was a hybrid event? I, I have no context at all into it. So I'm just, did no. they even have a virtual component? Was I, it only in person? I, I have no idea, I, actually. I, I have no idea. I think that they were trying to sell a swap card variation of the event um, like two weeks out uh, as a punt. As they were also, was there any like live streaming? Bogo oh, you guys tickets. To, you guys go to any education at all? I, I did. I went to some sessions. Okay. Was there was any, in, like in cameras one, in the rooms? So. Oh there yeah. Some cameras. Tui and I were both in the stuff. same room together. Yeah, there were. I don't know it if was it was not hybrid. Yeah, I mean, at best so there was, was recordings. I think it's just recordings that go into a place where you can watch it later. So that so would so, not so be. So really, hybrid. it was just an in-person event with some recordings. On yeah, it. but I don't think he, I don't think TSC said they were going to be hybrid. I don't. I think they they, yeah. they said they, they weren't going to have. They, they intended on planning a live event, and that's what they did. Yeah, they they actually told us because we we inquired about it um, and at both search and all seated um, different occasions as far as like what's the what's the virtual uh, part of the show going to be, and they're like, we're not going to do anything virtual. Uh, we're just going to stick to face to face because we know we can, do, you know, do that, and that's in our wheelhouse, and we want to do that for whatever cheerleading reasons. And uh, we were like, okay, great. And then what they we, do the last year, they just like, and then they did it though. Anyway, two nothing. weeks later, they <laughs> they pulled out uh, an opportunity for you to get a digital version of the event, which I, I think now was, and I know Swapcard was the platform for it because I like talked to somebody there, and they were like, yeah, I never heard of the special event, but I guess we're doing something with it. Um, and, uh, we have some overarching deal with Informa. So like, because this is an Informa show, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, interesting. Uh, cause we wanted to do a virtual, you know, search, uh, component as well, because, you know, let's make money. That's what we do. We give, we make money so we can give it away. Uh, but we were told that we couldn't because there was no virtual, um, opportunities available for the show. So we couldn't. Um, so that's what happened there. But uh, well, let's just I say think... that's the reason why Will wasn't there at all in any sort of capacity. Yeah, yeah if there was a virtual, you'd have been probably asked to put on a suit and uh, be Mister Virtual <laughs> or something. No, as, that's as is alive. your way. That, oh, that's highly alive in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, exciting. Um, oh, I was just see curious because, like, I, I, I will be curious to see like how that affects them because I mean, like, 
you know, for now a whole year, now the Canadian contingent, for example, like the Dustin and Lisa literally don't even get to attend the show. So now the question goes like now a hundred, one more year is going to go by where, you know, a huge part of their audience. Cause I mean the Canadian, like you said, the Canadian contingent is mm-hmm. usually pretty large at the show. Yeah. Like they I, might just go by and be like, oh, what's TSE? I totally yeah. forgot that was even yeah. a show. I it's wonder. Just, you know what? I didn't go last year. I survived. I was happy to save the money. The cities yeah. are yeah. getting more expensive. Travel is getting more expensive. I found Miami to be extremely expensive. And I don't yes. know if that's just like a post COVID thing where I'm just feeling the pinch financially, nope. but I was just like, what the hell? Like every single, you couldn't, you couldn't sit down for two drinks without it being $50. Like I was yeah. just like, holy yeah. moly, where's the cheap bucket of beer in this city? Um, yeah. And I was in Vegas. And, and my, Miami was great. Miami was, Miami was Miami. It was, it was, yeah. great. I, st- I stayed at, um, at the Confidant Hotel, which is a, hmm. a Hyatt brand and, um, a dear friend of mine from Calgary is actually the GM there. So she left the Hyatt Regency to go GM there and she took such good care of us Canadians and we had a really, really great week there. So, and I found the service in Miami to be really good. Like I found really good, really, really good. good. Everywhere, not just not just at the Confident. Like everywhere we went, we shut down the Lowe's bar every night, and I found those bartenders to just be absolute hustlers, and they were really friendly. And it was I was really impressed with the service all the way around. Everywhere we, we went, that came up a bunch of times. I went out like you know quite a distance for some like lunch meetings and stuff that we had pretty much every day, and uh, like off the the beach, same deal. Like we were just like really captivated by the fact that the. Uh, the people who were there uh, were really good, and I've I've been noticing that, and maybe this is uh, an old person or a privileged person <laughs> or whatever. I've noticed that like service is going steadily downhill in most other experiences I've had. Uh, as I was, uh, uh, I went right from TSC actually to Chicago, uh, where I spent the last two days uh, just hanging out, and uh, not always the case there. Um, as I found in Miami, just to like have a juxtaposition because uh, I ate out every day there too. And, uh, yeah, the Miami people, I mean, I think they're, I, I had the same experience in Vegas though. Like I thought the hospitality was really good, uh, for the it's people good. that we had. Yeah, it's, it's just changed, the culture, right? It's changed a lot yeah. there too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the focus, right? Like clearly yep. there's, you know, that's, they know yeah. it matters. Yeah. And as, and as, oh. and we, we've talked about this before as Vegas changes from having, you know, gaming is no longer its primary revenue driver. Service has to change with that. And as food and beverage mm-hmm. and entertainment becomes the driver, service has to come with that. And Vegas has done a good job of bringing that along with that shift in the type of business that it's doing. Makes I, w- sense. I wonder if it's like it's like in some ways it's during the pandemic, the lowest con denominator kind of got like moved away. I guarantee you that happened. And then, lot. you know, like now everyone's struggling to try to get back. The question will become, will it return again, though? Because now everyone's desperate in the service industry to get people mm-hmm. back in. Like, will it just return because people are just like, oh, yeah, I don't like this job at all. But you know what? They gave me a thousand dollar signing bonus. So I'm in. You know. I don't know. Yeah, I-, I-, I saw that. Staffing agency was very prominent uh, at TSC as far as uh, InstaWork had a party that was there and like there was yeah. a lot of marketing around staffing agencies. I think that almost I saw uh, between MPI and TSC, MPI, the stars of sponsorship were the virtual event platforms um, to the meeting planners and then to the event vendors, which I think are make up the majority of the attendees, in my opinion, at TSC and CaterSource. Uh, it was the staffing agencies are the big players, so maybe they're yeah. going to get even more, you know, higher prominence in the in the industry. Yeah. Tui, tell us tell us your thoughts. What do you you were saving up a list of uh, things that you did not <laughs> enjoy? Tell us Let's all do the it. things. 
Well, I wasn't in a walking challenge that week, and I walked a whole fucking lot at the Miami Convention Center. (laughs) So you're disappointed there was no walking challenge, no wellness. No, I'm disappointed with just how much walking and just the layout of that because it discouraged me from going to sessions because it was on legit the other side. And when I was putting in my sessions before getting to Miami, I said, "Oh, kudos to them! You know, they're giving us half an hour." Set like breaks in between each section. <laughs> well, that's because you got to walk to all these places. Because you got to go <laughs> so find an e scooter, get on it, and get to your. So, so, so much for white space. It was turning white space turned to walking space, mm. sweat space. You're like I, I had to fit in a lot of meetings. I was so excited for it, so I turned them all into walking meetings between sessions. But was the there a if single they, they, walk, they walk in different directions? Was there a single well-being initiative after that show? Mm, I wouldn't. Sounds I like wouldn't. we're voting. You would not. It, we no, would look not, for it. not talked to by them. Yeah, not even like, like I, a I didn't see any morning, classes or no any stretches, rides, marathons, no meditation rooms. Just thermal. Just thermal. There was a three-hour make your own floral. <laughs> so class. can we create a, la- a direct line between TSE and promoting the fifth most stressful job in the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns no, out, just meeting uh, event planners and meeting planners and event vendors are a different category as far as uh, the importance <laughs> of that stuff. Uh, yeah, very interesting. Who does wellness well? IMAX does wellness well. Uh, IMAX yep. crushes it. Yeah, I think they do. PC, great. They PCMA did it really well. We were, PCMA. We were talking about PCMA during, does a great uh, job. Con. Yeah. I went um, to a session at PCMA where it was on a, a treadmill uh, that you could watch the presenter. Uh, that's awesome. That's and like, awesome. they're like, whatever. They, that's they got everything cool. There. Yeah. Super so cool. cool. Oh, wait. Serge so, had a, a photo booth that was a treadmill. On the treadmill. There you go. As well, Nick. Well being. That's, that was. They really, they really stepped it, it, it up on awesome. that one. It was pretty cool. I'm telling you. This, Forma. This, this treadmill photo booth thing was really cool. It's probably one of the I, coolest things I've seen in a while. I told him afterwards, I was like, man, however cool you think it is, I'm the most jaded person in the world. It was super, super cool. Yeah. I watched those videos like intently and I over and over again. And I still like I, and I could tell you like the, the kind of like coaching. Probably. The coaching was like key, too, because we talked about yeah. it the next day. Like you could tell that they like showed them like a bunch of signature moves and things to do like yeah. that. And like looking cool as far as like distracted and like kind of catwalk. Um, yeah. You know, not uh, not excited oh, about it. So it's like it. a full body yeah. photo booth, so, and you're on so a treadmill. It's, it's a video. It's a, it's a giant green screen, green floor, oh, and wow. then a green like the base of a treadmill. So you're standing on it, and you're walking. Oh wow! And so then they can put the floor into a video, into and the video. Sorry, I'm moving away from my mic. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> and then and then the video is like just this kind of long hallway that's passing through you with neon lights, and so it looks like you're walking down this hallway, and it's it's wow. really cool. It's um, very cool. We'll put it in the show notes. It was that cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I think so. Nick will confirm. <laughs> yeah, I'll Nick confirm. confirm before we say it out loud. <laughs> um, that's really cool, though. No, I don't. Th- um, I don't think that's it, Nick. Um, but it was really cool. And then I think the design win for me, the thing that I was that I love the most, the Miami Convention Center is very clean. It's very white. It's a it's a beautiful place. But when you walk in the front door, they have these white this white neon writing all over the walls and it's like the distance from certain destinations and they have all these destinations from all over the world and it was so clean and so well done so look up the miami convention center it was just so simple and it looked it looked great i'll put it on my instagram i like the space a lot i mean i thought it was cavernous for the scale of the event 
Um, I think you could have. Cavernous. I wonder with how small the event is, why everything had to be so far apart from each other, though. It's just the way those big convention centers are laid out, right? You need to be. Yeah. Registration has to be close to the trade show. Then you need, like, meeting space. They are, they're trying to accommodate cater source and the special event. Which is like we're gonna have to blend that together at some point, folks. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, why are we still calling? Why is it still TSC slash KSS? Why can it's, we just like? It's still it's two like very, very di- It's two very different audiences. Like you can, they, they you are. can, you can spot who's who just walking down the okay. hallway. That's right. I think we've talked yeah. About people that are going there with like notepads and writing things down versus people that are moving in clicks. Real, so real easy the people with notepads writing things down are cater source. They're there yep. for business. <laughs> business. They're there to buy yeah. stuff. They're they're yeah. there to you know. And then the TSC people are there for yeah. ripping off we're ideas. Just, we're just there to be stressed out. <laughs> yeah, what, stressed what, out. What are, what pissed off about the events. Yeah, pissed off yep. about events. Industry. Jaded. What else do you guys think it need to be improved upon or things that? Some more tickets uh, by having less covids. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, that's not really on them, but yeah. boy did boy was it noticeable. You know, like every room was just empty as well, hell. Well, that's what you get also for like spreading it out so much too, right? Like you mm-hmm. spread it out and you have a smaller attendance. Like I have embraced know? different educational. I don't think it's within their skill set and abilities of uh, the people that plan this, but I think that they should have tried different educational approaches versus Were, uh, Was there lectures. pre-registration for these sessions too? It sounded like it because you no. said too, you said you signed no. up ahead of time, right? No, it was no, all, wasn't. Oh, it was well, all. no, I, I made my schedule too, ahead of time. Because oh, like I'm a Virgo, but also, I had to choose like my top thing, like, <laughs> three favorite sessions. That's tough. To make sure that you're in. Well, what's interesting though is that like their inability to want to embrace technology in some ways is also hurting them because a not the of course. Let's say they didn't even want to go virtual, right? But like it sounds like they didn't even have like some sort of app that could build your schedule and do pre-registration. Oh like, yeah, they have all that. Yeah, you can build your oh, schedule. They, well, they just didn't need the pre-registration. For, I'm well, not gonna. Should, I'm not gonna speak on their app. I don't know why they do what they do, but. Um, but yeah, there's they, an they app shouldn't where have you can done lectures. That's so lazy. Like there was, well, th- there was no more than a dozen person in a, a dozen people in any session. Those should have been well, workshops. Th- they should have been hands on. They, they could have been more, way more creative. If they did pre-registration though, they would have known how many people were going to potentially be here. Totally. Start canceling, start canceling sessions. Like, I think like I would be totally down to be the speaker who's like, you have no one signed up for this. We're going to cancel this. Or five people are going to be here. The, you know, your session just not enough registration. We're going to do this or, you know, no. we're going to move it to a different day. And but the problem, the hell it is, but like, I, like I'd, rather, I'd rather sh- get canceled in advance than talk to 10 Then people. talk to one person. A hundred percent. Like I've been, I've been in a couple of small sessions before because like I chose a really weird topic and you know, I decided to be out there and the weirdo apparently. And it's not an enjoyable. And I, I think then, it, yeah, it's just not enjoyable when there's a session that's packed. I mean, more likely because there's so many incumbent presenters there that have multiple sessions, they would have just told somebody, hey, your fourth session that you have on Tuesday is mm-hmm. is no longer going to be there. I mean, that's the biggest thing that, or I, do that more, I... Or do more main stage, do more get everybody yeah. together, do more Break smaller segment, 20-minute 20 20 bits back-to-back. It's Yeah, anyways. Small can be a... Uh, it can, it can make your show feel terrible and small can make your show feel amazing. It has to be designed that way though. It was a large scale show. It was designed to be a large scale show and a small scale attendance showed up. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's a failure of design. I'll start to pull out like crazy, more crazy ideas too. That, but it sounds like also like this show is not about education. So like, they, I think they should be getting critical on their whole event as a whole and just. It depends who you ideas. ask. Like, just get rid of the education as a whole. Well, or make I it so there's literally one day of education. We're not the right people. You know what I mean? You know? I don't. I don't think. I think if you get rid of the education, you have nothing left. 
Like yeah. I don't know that. Oh, interesting. Right? Because it's like we go because we've already made connections a decade ago it. and we're sustaining them. So we're not really, you know, that's we're it. easy. Yeah. Well, I yeah, think I'm that, not space out for you guys, but I've also the first time I went to TSE too. Like I was like, this is it. I don't really want to go to any sessions. They're not like yeah, mm-hmm. like appealing yeah. to me. To the way, I, I, and I'm I curious to know from the audience it. if if someone listens to, is from went to TSE, yeah. love the education. And if like, you oh get God, something out of it, yeah. great. No, there's nothing I can say about you know what I mean. Like that's not that's not an and, rem- and remember and, remember who we are and where we are yeah. in our careers and where we yeah. are in the well, industry. Yeah. Right, but like it's I like I don't. I still have I still have people on my team that go and they got their schedule and they got their notebook and their pen and they're like awesome. they want to sit. But front do they row leave so they going like, oh my gosh, there were so many other sessions? I just hear every Sometimes, time people yeah. go like, search foundation, hot list, yeah. great to see everybody, parties. That's your bubble. I had yeah. a session. Yeah. Well, no, like I'm talking just like even yeah, just I had a session. Yeah. Of it. I don't like, want to go to sessions. Well, I did one. Yeah. I, I'm talking about <laughs> random people like wouldn't in even the, go to my industry. own. Yeah, I'm not talking about like all of our like influencer friends or like all of our like longtime industry. I'm talking about people who like they got in the industry after, way after me. And, I, like, I went to session. one great session while I was there and it was extremely low attendance. And there was, it was a panel on diversity uh, and uh, almost everyone on that panel was not a presenter ever at TSC and cater source, mm-hmm. which you never hear of, which is why um, you went. <laughs> and they, yep, exactly. Exactly. The reason I went, it was one yeah. of three sessions I attended and one of them had me in it, so I couldn't, you know, avoid it. Uh, although I wouldn't avoid that one because that was actually uh, – uh, we'll talk about – I'd rather have two we talk about it. But there was like a – like a one of those like empathetic, like no BS moments in it that was just really cool to see um, that broke through, for me at least. But in the diversity session, uh, it was people that wrote off Cater Source that, that uh, um, there was one person there specifically who had spoke there before, but then – she found that the the whole organization didn't take uh and they they were no holds bar um saying what they believed about uh the cater source and it wasn't very great uh except one of the people that like knew Mike Roman really well and said that like you know she he made her feel that she belonged uh years and years ago when he was Mike Roman is the founder of cater source and then he sold it to UBM and then UBM got bought by Informa and then she said over the years that 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 spirit she hasn't seen it since then as far mm. as diversity uh equity and inclusion being a uh a, a, an important part uh, part of the the event so she decided to you know not come back and then she was asked to come back um because uh Jamie Quickert was given I think carte blanche on as many presentations as she wanted to have I think I don't know she had six um, and she seeded one of those to – she said she wouldn't do any of them unless uh, there was a panel on diversity and that she could, uh, you know, g- put together a group of people and then let them talk, which I was like, that's a cool – Good for her. Yeah, that's how you do it, by the way. If you ever want sure. to know how to be an ally, the only thing is – in my find is that if you're – if someone has a door open for you uh, and it's only open for you, bring other people in it and get, get the hell out of the way. That's the ticket. Yeah. Open the so, door wide open and don't stand anywhere near the door. Yeah. You know, like you, you're going to, geez, she got six you know, opportunities to present. So, um, you know, you, you make an argument based on percentage wise that like, what does that mean? Right. I mean, I could probably make an argument for the other people that had five or six and they're probably all going to look very similar. Um, so do that stuff, I guess. But so I wanted to be there for it because I was like, well, that's an interesting premise um, and um, an interesting topic when it comes to. Uh, I've seen it before when it comes to meeting planners, but like I hadn't seen it really when it comes to the community of the events industry itself. It was super broad with people from like the credentials of everyone on that panel, by the way, was like 
I don't know, 20 times any of the things I've ever done. And I didn't know any of these people. Like, I was like, holy crap. Like, you're on magazine covers and, uh, you know, like, person of the year in your city. And, like, you produce, like, these insane events. And I'm like, uh, why am why did they let me in here? You know, like, it, it was crazy. <laughs> and Nick's got comic books behind him. <laughs> yeah. It come, uh, I, like, I, I really, like, at the end of it, and I was like, I, I have a very good understanding of, like, white, what, what, white mediocrity is in in me and what black excellence is which is like the default that you have to have and i'm like that really resonated a lot with me i'm like they were like exceptionally good at what they do um meanwhile i could like walk in any door there and knew anyone and i'm like uh yeah i don't take much of it super seriously and like i i don't have to and like that really resonated to me as far as you know like that part of it but so there are pockets of it but there was i don't know eight people there. I was the only person of not of, of color. So they were talking largely to people who were just there, there to like just support and they get it. Like it wasn't, you know, something that probably and, should have been on the main stage <laughs> that was said on the stage. They, mm-hmm. they said a lot of things about mm-hmm. they, that they felt disrespected by the time that they got, they were the last session of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, they, and they said it, you know, to Good everyone. Uh, yeah, because that's a recorded session, by the way, uh, Dustin. If you if you're going to go back and watch, you should you will enjoy it. it the was, real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like they were if the it doesn't, like it. whoa. It, of, uh, course, of course they will. Yeah, it, <laughs> fingers crossed. Uh, but definitely listen to that because you'll be like, wow, they uh, I will. they definitely had zero. Uh, but I wanted to get Tui's opinion about um, specifically the session I know that she was in, um, and uh, to see like another moment of like where there was kind of a moment on stage, you know, or a few. Yes, and I'm at, like, so Dave Merrill does his, um, the new normal session and had mm-hmm. a panelist, and I like how he brought each of them up at one at a time, so one of them being Nick, but Nick, I don't know what you want me to talk about, but the thing I want to talk about is Dave Merrill cried. What you want to talk about? On stage. Yeah. That's it. Multiple Whoa. times. And it was yeah. so genuine, so authentic. And that moment was, sorry, my internet is so unstable, but it was really uh, heartfelt. She has a dramatic effect. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go ahead, Tui. (laughs) No, that was it. It was just like, it was nice because here is someone that has been a part of the industry, has made such a positive impact on our industry, and for him to not be like everyone else saying oh yeah we all had a tough year yes we're coming back together safely he was like i sat on the couch for three months i didn't know what to do and Mm -hmm. it was just so heartfelt and that was a breath of fresh air that's what i feel like everyone wants to be a part of to be in that room and to have that moment because it was a moment of vulnerability and it was a moment of truth and it was just it was really impactful it was probably the highlight one of the highlights of me being Miami what did you think Nick yeah I mean I, I don't know if I can say it better than you but I, I mean I 100% agree like he um, I've seen him present like for a decade plus maybe a decade and a half um, and uh, lately after post uh, uh, COVID I've seen him present a few times where I could I could tell like he's he's a you know he's a speaker that knows how to you know present to people he knows how to um, you know, uh, say the right things to the the audience that he's speaking to, et cetera. 
it's lately that I've seen him actually live the things that he's saying um, that I've really connected with that. Um, and I think it's two things. I think it's one, he's getting comfort in the discomfort um, because I think that he's probably like most people, especially in the city he's in at the scale of the events he works in and the organizations that, you know, don't want any kind of, um, uh, you know, armor to have any kind of, uh, you know, uh, dents in it. Um, you put up an air, right? And I think that like he hasn't been doing that, but, uh, but more, I think importantly is that he, I think it empowers everybody else who had those same feelings and then Mm -hmm. said, um, well, that's because I'm only a lower grade or lower tier or whatever. And then you see somebody with a perceived, uh, and real, you know, heightened position in the industry. Um, it gives everybody the kind of like excuse or okay to actually, express that stuff as well and i think it's really important because you don't see that um in a lot of uh, our, our in our industry and like professional maybe professionals mm-hmm. period right like he literally said that that he spent three months on a couch and he was depressed and he didn't know if what he knew how to do was going to be valuable anymore um it's about as real as it gets and yeah. uh it was good i mean he yeah. really he the things he was saying he was experiencing again while he was saying it i think that was the the part that I was really, I, I'm jaded person who doesn't really, you know, go to as many sessions, you know, like I said, face to face anymore. I'm not that interested in it. Um, but seeing that was like, wow, that's, uh, you know, you've got my attention and it's, you've earned it through, um, through authenticity. Beauty. It's interesting, like over these last couple of years and, and like, I realize like everything's cyclical. So this probably happened in the past before, but like, it felt like over the last couple of years, like the idea of people being like real on stage and being really real who they are, right? Like, so kind of like for what I remember, like as a presenter or speaker person I looked up to at the beginning was like Gary Vaynerchuk and like his ability to like cuss on stage and be at like business conferences and say like, fuck, right? And you're like, whoa, you're so real. That's so crazy. And like now, like everybody does that, right? Like the subtle yeah. art of not giving a fuck is like the like who cares? Everyone cusses on stage. If you cuss, it's just a normal thing. But like now, it's like who's willing to like be real and vulnerable? And it's like who's willing to cry? Who's willing to like tell tr- beyond truths? Right? Mm-hmm. Like to be insanely uh, like authentic. And that's like the new level of authenticity that people mm-hmm. are desiring. I wonder. Yep. I mean, our whole industry was humbled last year, right? So I think that coming at it from anything less than humility probably isn't true, full stop, right? So no one's going to be like, look, I have all the answers. I know the best way to do sales, the best way to do this. I'm the best. These are the best. If you do this, you'll be the best. Any of that stuff seems kind of phony, you know? So I think all we can really do is, um, you know, uh, be optimistic, but also... Um, have the level of humility that says, I don't know, you know, and prop other people up uh, and celebrate the community versus celebrating ourselves. And I think that that's, uh, that's the level I think that is going to resonate the most within our industry currently sim- simply because, um, you know, I think we're, we're not going to really listen to bullshit anymore. So true. For now. That's, yeah, that's I, for now. I mean, hopefully, we yeah, eventually, you know, don't care about it because we're doing so well that we're, everyone's doing great, and we have to say we're busy again. But uh, I, I actually don't. You know, if that's a cycle, yeah, I get it for sure. Uh, I think there's, um, you know, 
There's then a, we'll be back and say, oh, and then start listening to Event Bro on episode three. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to add on in about TSC, Cater Source, your experiences? Or I feel like that's a really good note to, to end on. Yeah, I was honestly, I was happy to be there. I was happy to see all of my comrades and colleagues. It had been way too long. Um, it was important to do it. And um, I'm looking forward to going to more and uh the canadian border is opening to you vaccinated americans so you're welcome to come to canada after august 9th Hmm. i think so uh yeah come and come and visit us bring us all those dollars that you're all making now and uh spend them in our beautiful country what's the next live event everyone's attending Uh, tba well i'm going to uh, well it's not an interesting conference virtually but i I am going to the Strathmore Rodeo this weekend, and I'm pretty excited about that. Ooh, I, but, like I, but, I, but I have a feeling that's not the question you're asking. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, that's cool. No, I, 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 I actually would love – we should really – honestly, I think we should do more sessions about uh, events that we just attend that have nothing to do with the events industry. Uh, just I'm for sorry. our perspective on uh, – from being an attendee, the, the thing that event professionals aren't enough um, and uh, should be more, I think – is uh, attendees who are uh, attending things that have nothing to do with the industry uh, and they had no part in. Just just go out and mm-hmm. go to things. Totally. I like that. That's going to be my like next year too because like, I don't have to go to like any of my clients' events because my team's handling it. So it's nice. I like get to attend events again. It's been awesome. But, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely do more of those. Let us know if you want to hear from us when it comes at Tui. Nick, any final closing thoughts? TSE, Cater Source. Good people. Nick already dropped the mic. See you. You know. Sweet. I like it. You guys are. And Dustin's got say, a cowboy hat on, which means he's getting ready. In Anaheim. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeah, definitely. See you in, in Anaheim, everyone. And thank you all. Shoot us an email. Let us know if you went to TSE. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Eventbrew at helloendless.com. Please stop spamming us. We, you know who you are who is listening to our podcast and keeps sending us sales emails. We will not buy your stuff. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning on in. And we will see you next time. Brewing it up right here on Vamp Brew. Yeah. Bye. 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 Yeehaw. Twang there. Bye. It's, it's actually Yahoo. Bye. We don't say Yeehaw. We say Yahoo. Yahoo. Thanks again for listening to Event Brew. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventbrew.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. See you next time on Event Brew.